Welcome to the Aligned Podcast, hosted by Jess, spiritual medium and intuitive healer, and Allie, intuitive astrologer. A conversation between friends sharing our experiences as we navigate a purposeful life aligned, rooted in earth and guided by our intuition. Together, we'll talk about what it's like to be in flow with the universe, sharing the tools and wisdom that we've used to access our intuition, trust the pings, and bring forth healing into our daily lives. You were born with this innate ability to tap into your inner wisdom. We'll discuss how to clear the fears, limiting beliefs that keep you from accessing your highest potential. Our intention is to provide support and create a community for anyone curious about their own spiritual path, regardless of where you're at in your journey. Thanks for joining us and enjoy the episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Align Podcast. This is Allie Ofstedal. And this is Jessica Miles. We're so excited to have uh, an incredible guest with us today. Her name is Lillian Suarez. She's a spiritual medium and a teacher, and I'm so excited to have her. Hi, Lillian. Hi. Thank you for having me, guys. Oh, Yay. it's it's wonderful. I, I, I've like uh, We've been like excited about um, having guests on and I was really, really amped to have you. So I'll just kind of share how you and I know each other. Um, I was in search of a, 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 a teacher for mediumship and she landed in my lap. Uh, uh, I put it out into the universe that I, w- I was looking for a new teacher and a friend reached out and said, you need to contact um, Lillian Suarez and the rest is history. So I'd love for you to share um, a little bit about yourself um, and your journey. And yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So I'm so happy to have you in my life. You know, sometimes people come to you um, for reasons, different reasons. And I definitely consider you my soul sister, your energy vibes so much with mine. And it's nice and refreshing to have that. So thank you for being you. Um, Aww. Aww. I, oh, I started my journey, um, to be honest, um, in my mid twenties, uh, and I had no idea what that was going to look like. So my whole life I had an abnormal kidney and I didn't know it. They didn't detect it, um, or tell my mom anything when I was in her belly or even after. So by the time I found out, um, I had a little bit of uh, loss of function in my right kidney and I needed surgery on my ureter. So because I was a young mom and I was on my own since 14, again, by 18, I had three kids. I was in an abusive relationship. So much was going on in my life, which defines who I am today. So I definitely know that I have gratitude for all those moments in my life. Um, my physical body was not that healthy. So the doctor's exact words were your body reacted like a 65 year old woman's body in the surgery. And at that point I almost died. I had two blood clots during the surgery. I needed to see a pulmonologist. And I remember just kind of looking down at my body and it was like, I was having an out of body experience. And I'm saying to God, you know, I can't leave my kids. It's me and my kids against the world. Again, you know, I was separated from the father of the first three and I had had two more. Um, and 
when I was younger, me and my friends, we would go to get readings. Say, ah, let's go to get some psychic readings. Let's go to a medium. And when we would go, they would say to me, you belong on the other side of this table. You have the gift. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Honestly, too much going on in my life. It wasn't something that I really would have even imagined, right? So I remember just asking God, listen, if you if you don't take me, I promise to just live for you in whatever way you want me to live for you, whatever way you want me to say your words. I didn't know what that looked like. And I came out of that surgery and I remember I was yawned this. I had an nephrostomy tube through my back, a GP drain. I had a catheter girl, but I was just so happy to be walking and at the hospital. And I remember my journey started then. Um, I was working with someone and I told her my experience and she's like, hey, you should listen to Hay House. And I'm like, Hay House, what's Hay House? Mm -hmm. And I started listening to Hay House and I started to learn about chakras. And I remember, you know, at that time, I, I honestly didn't know there was, I didn't know this world. I didn't know the spiritual world. I didn't. Um, classes or anything like that. And I remember that if you called into Hay House and you got through, you'd get free gifts. So I'm working and I'm calling in, you know, <laughs> and I'm on hold and, <laughs> you know, I'm on hold at work and I'm doing data entry because I, I, I was a medical biller for 14 years. Um, and I remember my first book was about chakras and it was from Deborah King. And I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. And I started to work with the chakra system and uh, that just strengthened my, my senses and it strengthened my clears. And I bought myself a deck of cards and I started to read and it went from there to just me looking at people and getting information. Well, when I started to see spirit, to be honest with you guys, it scared me. You know, because mm -hmm. I was raised Catholic. We didn't go to church every Sunday. We didn't, you know, but we, we, you know, spent time together in Good Friday. We believe, right? And Ash Wednesday and, you know, all these things. And I was like, oh my God, you don't, you know, you, this is not good. And I remember for 30 days, I said, God, I have slept in cars. I was on my own for so long. I was homeless. I lived in the streets of Chicago. I know what it is to be out there with the gangs. I Nothing ever happened to me. Why would I question you now? I'm going to fast for 30 days and, you know, a certain time of the day, every day. And if within these 30 days, I continue to despair, I know for sure that I'm supposed to do something with this. And sure enough, I kept seeing spirit. And I knew, I said, this is God's work. I don't know how. And then I just, uh, I booked an appointment with a medium here in Chicago and I went to her she's like, well, why are you here? I said, I was hoping you could tell me that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, I'm seeing spirit and I don't know what to do with it. I don't understand. And, um, you know, she sat me down, she looked at me and she was a beautiful person, no ego at all. She said, you're ready to read. You're ready to bring spirit forward. And I said, I just wasted my money. And, you know, she walked, she introduced me to one of my guides and then she called in her receptionist. She sat her down and she walked me through a reading. And I was like, oh my God, I want more of that. And that's where my journey started. 
Oh my gosh, you telling that story just made me so emotional, Lillian, because it's, it's it's reminding me of of my journey, and it's it's you know that fear that comes in when your life begins to change, and um and just it almost feels like a gamble, right? Like how well, how is this going to be accepted? But also knowing deep in your soul that this is the work that we're meant to do. And uh, it was I was um you know when I met Lillian, I was like hot and just taking all these mentorships and da, 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 da. And, but I was looking for something different. And I, I, I just put that out to my guides and like, I, I want to, to do mediumship again. I want to fall in love with it in a different way. And so when you came into my life, I literally, I, it, it did feel like this soul remembrance. Mm-hmm. And it was so incredible because I just remember being like, you have such a love for spirit. It is like, it, it comes out of your skin. Like when you talk mm. about it, you, you like, you made me remember why I said, I, I, I took the yes. And I said, yes, I'm going to do this work. And oh. so I just want to thank you for that because it was a huge, mm. it was a huge shift in my um, spiritual awakening. And oh. I'm so grateful for you. A hundred, but you know what guys, we all have that spark. We, okay. So mm-hmm. our soul we have a spark of our soul within us and we have a spark Mm -hmm. of that. That spark is part of our spirit. But when we come to have this human experience, we can't be fully spirit, right? Because we would be past, but there has Mm -hmm. to be a spark of that within us because that spark brings the memories of who we were. Mm -hmm. And everybody Uh. in my philosophy has that. Do you know when you mm-hmm. pass away, your all of the information from your chakra system flows up from your root chakra, your sacral, your solar, your heart, your throat, your third eye, and your crown goes all the way up into your eighth chakra? That's your soul chakra. It's still uh-huh. within your auric field, right? So we have ability to pull in that space that light of spirit, that pure source, but we don't do it. We feel Mm -hmm. separate from it. Mm -hmm. And that to me is what shamanic living has brought to me. The ability to Yeah. It is not separate guys. It is not Mm -hmm. separate from us. Spirit is within us. Whether it is that we are tapping into that Eighth chakra to connect with a soul on the other side of life, or whether that is that we're tapping in to pull in that life for ourselves in this human experience. Listen, it's available. It's not just available to some, it's available to all. We're supposed to shine so other people, it gives other people permission to shine. I love that poem by Marianne Williamson, My Deepest Fear. That I play it for all my students. It's the most oh. beautiful, amazing truth you will ever hear. Oh my gosh, oh, Lillian! That's... I just, I, I love you so much. I you know. have no idea. So I like, I get so excited anytime I know I'm gonna like connect with you because it's just you ignite that fire or like that remembrance, and it just it gets me so excited to to continue to do this work and. And I, you know, a lot of the people that are listening to this podcast, I, it feels like they're at the beginning of their journey. And so it's, it's a blessing <sighs> to have you here uh, expressing that. And so that people will fully understand that. And yes. I, I, um, you know, I have uh, quite a few clients that are experiencing so much, um, communication from their loved ones in spirit and they, they have questions and they're like, what does this mean? And so I would love for you to maybe share like, what, what is it? What is mediumship? Because sure. I think some people, like a lot of times people think that 
Um, you know, it's, it's what we see on TV, right? Like I know that was like, for me, I was like, I'm not medium. I'm not what I see on TV. And so maybe you can kind of share, um, what that truly means. Sure. What my philosophy is. And, and, and again, my philosophy, everyone comes from my experience. Uh, Mavis always says, Mavis Spatilla will know when we get to the other side, the truth, the full truth, mm-hmm. but we, mm-hmm. you know, we know what we know today based on our experience. If I can summarize, what is mediumship? What is the middle, the middle mediumship? If we think about it is medium, like the size, but it's also the middle of this world and the next, it is mm-hmm. connecting the two. It is being the voice of a spirit that no longer has a physical body, that no longer has vocal cords, but has something to say. It is the love and the memories of those loved ones on the other side. Maybe it is the message that they didn't get to say. A medium has to heal their soul and their spirit in order to be the best voice that they could be for a soul coming in from the other side of life. You know, people say, well, what is, you know, I want that gift. I want to be that voice, but that voice is also the expression of that life. And in order for you to be the expression of that life, you need to go through a healing process yourself. To me, a medium is somebody that is selfless, somebody that loves people so very much that they're willing to dedicate their life to everybody else with no problem at all. A medium to me is feeling, hearing, seeing, and knowing what a soul from the other side of life came here to say to their family member to meet their need. Because just maybe this whole time, whether it is six months that they've been passed, a year that they've been passed, two years that they've been passed, they've wanted to say something they didn't get to say. A medium is the last message that maybe somebody might hear to lift up the grief that they've had for years. It yeah. is deeper than just interesting. It is real. It is life. And a spirit, it, this is the most beautiful part to me about mediumship. And if I could define mediumship, it would be this. Mediumship is the existence of the love and the soul-to-soul connection that we have in this human experience. And how sad is it that we feel that when the physical body no longer exists, that love and that connection no longer exists. It's not true. Mm. The connection you have is soul to soul. The love that you have is soul to soul. It still exists. A lot of people, when their loved ones die, they begin, they begin to feel a tremendous amount of changes in their life. And they think, oh yeah, those changes happen because I just, I'm thinking of my dad. I'm like, yes, I have to do this for my dad. I have to do this for my dad. But what they're not seeing is everything spirit's doing behind those changes from the spirit side Mm -hmm. of life. Some people feel depressed, right? And some people Mm -hmm. after their loved ones pass away, they feel sadness and they feel like part of them went away. But I'm going to tell you, they're right. Because when you say, take me with you, I don't want you to go. I belong with you. There's a soul loss there. Mm. There's a soul loss there. And that's why I love shamanic living. 
because in a soul mm-hmm. retrieval or even in a reading, to be honest, to stay on topic, I've been doing a mediumship reading and a visiting spirit comes and tells me, my daughter gave me part of her soul. I want you to help me give it back to her. Oh, wow. my goodness. Oh, oh Lillian, that's like, <sighs> you have me in tears. It's so, so true. And, and I, um, I, you know, when I met Lillian and I was, I was like, oh, I, I'm going to dive back into mediumship. And we, um, uh, what Lillian remind me, it was like, I think like our second or third session together, yeah. you had shared, you had shared, Jessica, I I'm feeling guided to share the, um, nine rights of the moon key with you. And I was like, oh my gosh, like you just like <laughs> spoke to my heart because I was, I was literally being drawn to that shamanic living, to that type of healing. I could feel it deep in my, in my, in my body and in my heart. And when you came into my life, I was just like, thank you, spirit. Thank you. And so would you like to share, um, what shamanic living is and maybe what the, the nine rights of the moon Ike is? Because we, um, have been lightly um, sharing our experience with it um, on previous podcasts. And, and I don't know if you know this, but we've been talking about, like we, we mentioned your name quite a bit because Aww. I feel like you've made such a huge impact in what um, the work that I've been doing this year. Um, and so um, I would love for you to talk about that. Absolutely. So the nine rights were passed down to me by a shaman and I had already been doing shamanic work with Muriel Gray. She is my shamanic mother, and I love her very much. Um, I'm actually her adapt, and she has passed on all her teachings to me, which is my six-month course. Um, but then I did take another shamanic course, and, sh- and Charlie introduced me to the nine rites. And I was like, okay, what is this? This is cool, you know? And And I didn't really understand. And she was like, this is something I want you to experience. So I'm not going to tell you what you're going to experience. You're going to experience it and you're going to tell me, you know, Mm -hmm. um, and their rites of passage, if I can explain them, um, to dedicate, to prepare you and for you to dedicate your self to helping people and working in the shamanic way, which is within the org field. Shamans mm-hmm. believe that the eighth chakra is a sacred space because it is the space between this world and the next. It is a space where we're able to work where there's no time and no space that everybody's one, you understand. So with the rights, each right prepares you for the next right. And it allows you to be less of a dense body and more of a light body, slowly but surely. So the first right is the healer's right. And that right helps you to open up to heal yourself and others. And again, I mentioned whether that's mediumship or shamanic living, you have to go within and you have to do shadow work or you should. Because when you're doing that, you're losing density in the body. And that's exactly what happens with these nine rites. Every rite helps you to lose density little by little. So that by the ninth rite, you are more of an illuminous body and you're understanding how to work with the power animals as well and how the power animals bring power to you to reside with you. And it changes you and it changes the way that you live. We work, some of the rites work with the feminine, the masculine, okay? Um, The serpent, the jaguar, the hummingbird, the ego. So we're introduced to 
the keepers of, you know, different elements. It's absolutely beautiful. So what it teaches us is everything that is free that we don't take advantage of the power of the North, the South, the East, the West elements, earth, water, fire, air. Why are we not feeling that and calling them in when we need them? It's free. Mm -hmm. This is how the natives live. So the rites are designed to prepare your physical body to change and for you to become 80% light body and 20% physical. That's just an example. It's not that much because, of course, again, if we were that much spare, we would be passed, right? <laughs> yeah. Right? But that's an example of how beautiful this is. Now, I got to tell you, you know, through this energy, through these energy transmissions, it it definitely, it it elevates us and it upgrades us. It reinforms our DNA. That's powerful. It reinforms mm-hmm. our DNA because we hold so much pain from our ancestors in our DNA that we don't even know that half the things that we struggle with, depression, alcoholism, so much more than that comes from unresolved issues from our DNA, from seven generations back and seven generations forward. If we today in the here and the now don't change that and reinform ourselves, these rights help you to do that. Oh, that is so incredible. I love your, I love the way you describe things, Lillian. You're just so, you have such a beautiful, passionate, loving perspective. And, um, it's, it's, I just remember, I remember when Jess, uh, had her first session with you and (laughs) I could just tell right away that you guys were definitely soul sisters and, um, I remember how she went through and received all the rights over the spring and I had been called to, 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 um, my shamanic lineage is, you know, more of a Nordic, a Nordic feeling. And it just, I, it was just so aligned and we were blown away this whole process, how it's unfolded. And I'm almost getting like sitting here right now. I'm just like, how did we get here? This is so incredible. <laughs> and then my really session with you did the womb healing. I mean, that, that sparked, I love that you mentioned the spark because that sparked this unfolding of, um, pure magic for me. Um, and you know, lots of, lots of shedding and there's grief involved in that, but just, I'm just so grateful for your, for your insight and, um, for sharing that because it's the rights are, have completely changed my life. And I know Jessica's as well. And, um, we're just so excited to, you know, work with you further on this as well. Well, listen, uh, let's be thankful for spirit because the thing is, is, you know, when we open up guys, your people, places, and things come to you. And through Mm -hmm. our healing, we are provided the people, the places, and the things that we need to meet our need to continue our journey. You know, so you guys were meant to do this and you were meant to be together when you did it. And, and you're going to touch so many lives moving forward because that's just the way it is. When you move into shamanic living, shamans look at people without judgment. They look through the eyes of their heart. They don't look through the eyes of judgment because they're constantly looking for the pain and the trauma they can help someone with because that's how selfless they are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lillian, yes. you keep bringing tears to my eyes. I know. You know what oh, oh. oh it's just I, I, you know, I, again, it's I, I, um, 
I always get so moved when I, when I spend time with you because it's just, it feels like it, it, it um, opens up these parts of me that I've almost forgotten or that I haven't revealed yet. And, and I, I just, it's like these little sparks of fire and, um, and I'm feeling that and I'm so looking forward to the time that we're going to be spending together over the next, um, gosh, it's going to be two, it's eight weeks of, of courses, right? <laughs> Um, and Yay. I'm like, I'm so, so looking forward <laughs> yeah. to that. And, um, so Lillian is um, offering um, a couple courses uh, for shamanic living that um, Allie and I have signed up for, but we also have a couple other friends that have also signed up. So I'm really looking forward to sharing that space with them as well. Again, no accident that we are stepping into this part of our healing, because I know that for me, I um uh, I, I am in that shadow work where I, I feel like I'm really digging deep to heal mm-hmm. myself so I can step into that, uh, that, that, uh, brighter version. And it feels like I go through these, um, big shifts every couple months and I feel like I'm in that right now. And so I'm so looking forward to what this next cycle is going to bring and, and, um, and all the things I just, I feel so moved right now. I'm actually having a hard yeah. time like I know. <laughs> gathering my words. Because, you know, there's three of us gathered, so the power is so beautiful, and there's such an exchange, you know? And when we work as a collective, it's, it's amazing. And, you know, as you continue to direct these transmissions into your luminous energy field, you're going to change. Your energy mm-hmm. level is going to change. The codes of the transmissions are going to reinform your DNA. It's a fact. I believe in it. I mean, if you would have told me this years ago, I'd be like, yeah, okay. You know, <laughs> that <seems> too simple. <laughs> right. You know, oh, but no. when you I experience it, yeah, when you experience it, you know that there are, you know, codes that are being loaded into the chakra system and that is changing, you know, the information coming up the spine into your brain, into your talu, and then allowing your clear feeling, hearing, seeing, and knowing to change and mm-hmm. what you're seeing, you know, it's, it's beautiful. We all have the ability to do it. Not one person has it. We all have it. And why not live the best life? Why not live your best life in this life? Yeah, Cause right. you only have one. Right. <laughs> and I love it. Exactly, Lillian. I love that. And you have such a passion for just life in general. And it's just, you have the best energy. But uh, yeah, we, I love that you touched on the shadow work because, you know, as you, as you do um, shift in more into a luminous body, it does require shedding that density, right? And that's something I know. Yeah, both Jessica and I are I feel like I've been fast tracked through that a little bit over the last few months, but it's, you know, I'm always so grateful for it. Always so grateful for, um, the shedding and, but the, the shadow work can be, can be a little, uh, tough and painful for people, but it's just, it's such a big part of this work and, and being human, you know? So, um, I'm sorry. Um, I was, I was just thinking about, um, you know, when Ali said fast tracked, I'm like, I, I felt like, once I said yes, it felt like everything sped up so quickly. And I feel like things, uh, uh, people are awakening and stepping into their spiritual power and what feels like it's moving in, in, in fast forward motion. Um, and what do you think about that, Lillian? Are you seeing with your students or with your clients, like this, this major shift in their awakening or consciousness, like just kind of stepping into their power? A hundred percent. And I got to tell you, 
You know, if we think about how things were done 100,000 years ago, they were done very differently. The frequency was very different then. The earth is receiving a lot of transmissions. The veil is thinner. And I could tell because as a reader, I see patterns uh, with my readings on what's happening on earth. Either I'll get a wave of students with a particular commonality. Or I'll get a wave of uh, people that are coming in for readings with a particular detox they're going through, whether it's mm-hmm. mental or emotional. Lately, it's been a lot of the youth that is awakened and they're getting ready. Everybody's being awakened, to be honest. And what that's triggering actually is anxiety. Okay. A lot of people are coming to me with anxiety. They're not understanding what it is. And it's because the frequency on earth now has their aura totally expanded. They're unfamiliar with how to pull that aura into their normal state. So they're feeling detached from themselves. People are coming feeling depressed. Um, soul retrievals are needed because uh, stuff from the past is coming up because, because the earth is elevated now. All of the dense traumas are trying to come from the subconscious, the conscious to leave and people are resisting them. Mm. So it's so much is happening. Another thing that I have found is um, when people start to feel this awakening, they start to feel the desire to exercise more and to lose weight more. And what starts to happen if you have protective uh, layers uh, uh, in your body, because let's say, for example, you were abused and you hold most of your weight in your belly because you were abused and that's near your sacral chakra. When you start to lose that weight, you start to get tremendous amounts of anxiety because the imprints that were there are trying to be released. Oh, wow. Wow. So as a shaman, I realize that's another pattern as well. So if someone comes to me and says, you know, I have no idea what is happening to me. I've even been working out. First thing I'm going to say is let's see what you're resisting to release. Uh, I love that. It's funny. I was actually just thinking that yesterday. I know. I was like, yeah. I'm in Lillian. Yeah. Cause you know, Lillian, I, I've shared this with you in the past where I feel like it's almost like I'm in labor and I'm birthing and I'm holding on yeah. to like this baby weight, even though I haven't had a baby. And I mean, Oak is going to be, he's six years old, but since doing this work, I feel like I, I, I actually hold on to this emotional layer as a protection. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I love that you said that because it does make me even want to go in more and kind of um, lean into that a little bit more because I know people that are listening are, are going to understand that because I have lots of clients and friends that have said, what is going on? I have a tremendous amounts of anxiety, grief, um, worry, like all of the things, right. And, and yes. ra- you know, some random health issues, because I know from my experience, that's kind of how my awakening began was through the universe was getting my attention through my health because I just all of a sudden was experiencing all of the, all of these very random and very, uh, mysterious health issues. And I'm still working through that, but it does feel, um, you know, there is this resistance because we want to stick to and to stay with what's safe, right? You know, so it's it's so interesting when you start doing this work, um, the things that come up and then the things that shift, which is beautiful. A hundred percent. And again, you know, if if our spleen chakra 
which is uh, where I work, no matter what you come in for, for to do here at the center, whether it's that you're having a reading or you're getting a soul retrieval or whatever, I always look at the spleen chakra because it's to the left side. It's between your armpit, above your rib cage, and two inches out. You always want to make sure that that chakra is healthy because some people call it the, sac- uh, the spleen chakra. Some people call it the prana chakra. That's where energy life force comes in. And then it comes in and it comes to the sacral chakra, which makes total sense because that's where you create life. So why wouldn't it? Now, the interesting part about the spleen chakra is that it vibrates at 417 hertz, which is the same vibration as the sacral chakra. Wow. Wow. So, you know, what I would suggest to people, if you're not someone that's visual or, or, you know, you're unfamiliar with your clairs, that's fine. What I would suggest you do is the sacral chakra prescription, I call it, is listen to 417 hertz. Uh, They have many videos on YouTube for at least 15 minutes a day. And also infuse your water with 417 hertz, which you you can simply do by uh, playing the music on a speaker and putting a glass of water next to it. And after 15 minutes, it infuses the water with the 417 hertz. When you drink that water, that frequency echoes into your auric field. And that mm. starts to move the filaments of whatever impression or, you know, or imprint is there that needs to go. If within your spleen chakra, there's blocks, it's, it's very difficult for you to feel elevated and to manifest things and to feel things. And eventually you'll start to feel physical ailments, soreness, lethargic fatigue, you'll start to get headaches, you'll start to feel pain. You go to the doctor, they'll say, I don't know, everything is fine. Mm-hmm. There's, there's your blood works fine. Everything is good. You're not dehydrated. And some people start to feel like they're not, but they're really not. All of that is energetic. Again, we're too busy guys trying to look for the answer outside of us. And the answers all are always inside of us, whether we're getting the positive answer or the reality that is something we need to release that we've been resisting. It's always inside of us. Oh, um, when I met you, Lillian, um, we, what I loved about, um, your teachings was the importance of spiritual hygiene. And so I really want you to kind of talk about that for a minute because, um, you know, I know a lot of people who are kind of in that stage of they're like, what do I do? I don't know what's, what's going on in my energy field. And I loved that you had this like whole, she had like a prescription of this spiritual hygiene that I thought was like incredible because I had never experienced that with some of my other mentors and teachers. You know, it's, it's fantastic. And all I did guys is put on paper what works for me. So remember mm-hmm. when I told you that I started with the chakra system? Mm-hmm. So when I had first got that book and then I, you know, I started to get creative and I started to use the chakra oils and the chakra herbs and then eventually learn how to make chakra smoothies and even looked up chakra wines and colors. And I was like, you know what? It is all a frequency. So, you know, if we focus on one chakra a day for seven days, and we go through each frequency, starting with the root to allow energy to flow from Mother Earth upward, it'll elevate you. And um, it started to be a success. And I just started to prescribe this to every student that I have, whether it's mentorship, my beginner's year mentorship, my advanced year mentorship, whether it's shamanic, it doesn't matter. And it just works. So basically what it is, is we eat, live and breathe one particular chakra a day. 
And it helps us whether we're using colors, we're visualizing the colors, wearing the, the clothing, uh, we're eating the foods connected to that chakra, we're diffusing the oils, and we're listening to the frequency. And then I went a step further to explore how would it be if we attune the water to the frequency, because when I teach my psychic class, I teach them to hold the cup and then to really think of a question they have. And then I have them hand that cup to another student. And I started to see how impactful that was. Wow. And I said, well, how about if we attune the water to the frequency, how would that work? And I started to see wonderful results. So, you know, we attune the water, we drink it, and then we would go and we would go through all the seven chakras and there would be a tremendous amount of release, you know, um, whether, as we know, each chakra is connected to a different part of, of our life. So depending on what life experience each person had, they would have different releases. So for example, if a person felt unstable growing up, most likely their root chakra, they would kind of be a little yucky for them because they would feel uncomfortable because it's triggering things to move out of that chakra up and out. So if mm -hmm. you went through the seven days, I would ask the students, write down the days that were a bit harder for you. And if they said, okay, the root and the sacral, I would say, okay, now you're going to work on your root chakra for seven days straight, just your root chakra. And then you're going to work on your sacral. And it just, it's wonderful. And again, the thing about this guys is that they can do it for free. Not everybody has money to take mm -hmm. classes. I'll tell you, I was that person. You know, I have five kids. I did not have money to take classes. So on my YouTube channel, I try to give as much information as I can for free because I was that person that was a little lost. Like, where do I go? I don't have more money to sit where a medium. What do I do now? You know, whether that was for mediumship or spiritual hygiene. But for me, this is my philosophy. The reason I call it spiritual hygiene is because just like the physical body starts to have BO if you don't shower so does your spirit body. But nobody focuses Ooh. on the yuckiness within your spirit body. Nobody focuses on the mm -hmm. trauma in there. Nobody focuses on the weight that everybody's carrying in there. And that's that will reflect into your physical body if you don't take care of it. So in my eyes, the spirit body and the hygiene that is needed within that spirit body is more important than even the physical body. If you don't take care of that, it's going to flow into your, your physical body. So then I started to think, okay, growing up, my grandmother used to do some things in the house. And I started to question my grandma, like, grandma, you use Florida water. Why did you, would you put like <laughs> rue, you know, plants in the Florida water? She's like, because, you know, it just lifts up your energy. And my grandma's from Puerto Rico. So, you know, they just do things. Don't ask them because <laughs> you, you don't ask grandma why she's doing something. Let me tell you something because you're going to get yelled at. You just trust her. Just stand in line. <laughs> you know, so I started to research and I was like, oh, my God, this is wonderful. So the first thing that I tell people to use is Florida water cologne. It is not organic. No, it is not. But it's been used uh, in the native culture and in a lot of spiritual belief systems to elevate your frequency and to clear your space. It has lemon, it has clove, it has orange, it has a little bit of cinnamon, and it is fantastic. If you just put a little in your hands and you inhale it, you feel it automatically. 
But that's mm-hmm. not enough because what you have to focus on, whether you're using oils, because a lot of people nowadays like to use oils, essential oils, um, or you're using Florida water or you're using aura mist, you have to focus on your energy centers. Where does the frequency come in from the org field? It comes in from the back of your neck, which a lot of people call the spiritual gateway, which is where your talu chakra is. This is where energy comes up through the spine into that area and it's distributed. And either it's going to, you go into, you know, fight or flight mode, or you just receive. So it's a very important location. But when you're receiving energy, whether you're, you know, a psychic, a medium or a healer, or even if you're not, it sits in the back of your neck. I bet you, most of you right now, if you placed your hand in the back of your neck, you would feel heat. And if that area in the oh, back yeah. of your neck, yeah, that, that should not be that, it should not be really hot. That means your head needs to be cooled off. That means that you need to put some coconut water over your head to cool off your spiritual body. Energy mm. enters through, yes, 100%. So energy enters through your neck, your inner wrist, your inner elbows, and the bottom of your feet. That is an area you should mist daily. Put a little bit of Florida water, or if you want to use essential oils, completely up to you. Um, I put Florida water in a mist, and I put moon water. So when there's a full moon, I put a gallon of water outside under the first night of the full moon, and I bring it in. I use some of that with the Florida water and violet water cologne. And I miss the bottom of my feet, my inner elbows, my inner wrists, and the back of my neck daily before I leave the house and after I take a shower. People say to me, why do you, are, you must be tired. You must be exhausted. I'm not because I'm not holding on to the residue mm-hmm. of the healings I do. And I'm not holding on to residue of traumas that I have or arguments that I have or fears that I have. I'm every day resetting myself and keeping the routine of my spiritual hygiene to bring myself back to my normal energetic state. And that's what spiritual hygiene is all about. Bringing yourself oh, I back. Know. When, you told me, I'm, when you told me about um, uh, the, the energy centers behind the neck, the inner elbows and the wrists and the feet, because I, when, when I had met you, I was in that place of getting exhausted quite a bit after I would be working. And then when you, you kind of gave me the rundown of how my energy uh, would, uh, one, how I was receiving energy, but how I was also holding on to it. And those like that's that, even just that step alone, I remember it changed my life. I was like, oh my God. And so yeah. now my kids who are also very sensitive, I have a little, I made a little bottle for them. And my oh, daughter, she puts yeah. it on, or like if she can't sleep. She'll put it behind her head and her, um, behind her neck and be in her elbows. And so I have it like in glass jars all over my house. And I, I, I feel like it's really helped along with the other spiritual hygiene. And I also feel like once I did the, the nine rites of the moon, I it just, I feel like it cleared out so much density from my space that yes. now I, now I know what it feels like to hold my energy after I'm done with a session where before I would be like crawling, like in session, I'd be energized, but after I'd be like, man, I'm so tired. And so yeah. I love that you shared that because um, it's it's an, another reminder too that we really have the ability to have um, to harness our energy if we just set the intention to make it a priority. Um, and um, yeah, it's just really incredible how some of these things that you can incorporate into your daily practice that will really be beneficial. 
A hundred percent. And again, you know, not only should we do it for our physical body and our own, uh, um, our own experience, but we're always going to have human experiences that mm-hmm. are not going to be positive. We're always going to have to work on our solar plexus because we got into an argument with somebody and now our solar plexus feels like somebody punched us there. You know, mm-hmm. when you're feeling that, that's when you need spiritual hygiene. Okay. You know what? Mm-hmm. I'm holding somebody else's thoughts towards me with me that they're not mine. That's not true for me. Remove that, clear yourself out. When you're, you know, living this human experience through spiritual hygiene, you learn to have tools to not be stuck, to not allow that to make you feel sick to your stomach, to not hold on to those things. They're not ours to keep. Oh, I love that. It's so true. It's so, so true. And that's something that I always <laughs> struggle with because I, I, you know, I think we, a lot of us don't realize how sensitive we are growing up because we're conditioned to, to be strong or to, you know, just kind of like push things aside. And when I really started focusing on how sensitive I really am, uh, it, it changed everything, you know, because it's just, it kind of, it teaches you, um, like you said, spiritual hygiene and, and to really own and protect and um, honor your space and and this work because it's it's nice. It's really good to have a foundation of tools, uh, you know, when you're when you're doing this uh, to to make sure that you're showing up, you know, whole. So showing up, keyword showing up. How can blessings show up? And how can you manifest that in an org field that's so dense that it's like jelly? Your org field mm. should be soft. Your org field should be like water, eat and flow. Manifestation should be flowing in and growing and you should be giving birth to them. But if that's not happening and you physically are doing everything, those are the type of people that you hear say, I don't even know why I'm having these outcomes when I'm doing everything right. There is something dense in your org field that you need to break down and release. Oh, yes. <laughs> Lillian dropping yeah. mic all day today. I know. Hey. So hey. good. I know. I'm like, oh, I'm going to have another session with you, Lillian. <laughs> yell at me, but. I love, I know. I love my sessions with Lillian. I'm always like, Lillian. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Incredible. And that's, incredible. This, this is the thing. A lot of times, I'm not even going to lie to you. I don't even know. I don't remember half the things I say because you know what? I don't need to because you know why? Because I believe I'm going to be what I need to be, when I need to be, how I need to be it for whatever I need to be it at the moment that I need to be it because that's why I said I was going to be to God. And that's why I will be till the end of the day and until I'm not here anymore because titles to me are limitations. I don't need a title. I need an opportunity. An opportunity to be that light. That's it. This oh, is why I love yes. you. Because when I came, when I when I I was like, you know, um, I think it was I was like a year into my mediumship journey, and I was finding myself around a really talented and incredible intuitives. But I just felt like I'm like I don't know. I feel like I don't want to be put in a box. And I just I just felt like my soul wanted to just really expand and 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 just jump out. And I did not want the titles. I just I didn't want it because I just felt like I'm gonna shift as my soul shifts and a spirit 
uh, uh, lands me or puts um, an opportunity in my space, I will embrace it. But I never wanted to be feel stuck. And so that's why I was like so grateful when Spirit um, aligned you and I together because you just reminded me that it's not about me. It's about Spirit and the love for Spirit. And so thank you so much. And, and that's and kind what of what, you know, if we think about it, what is the definition of spirit is all that is. Mm-hmm. Spirit is all that is. So why do we have to define? Because our human mind wants to define. Uh, but yes. if we let our spirit mind define, there is no title. There's not one. It's just, it just is what it is. So even when I teach, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. I'm not probably the teacher for everybody, because if you're looking for someone to come in with an outline and stick to that, when I know the needs of that particular group is something totally different than I planned the day before, I'm going to change my agenda because my, my goal is to be whatever the needs are for that class for that day. And if spirit wants to guide me and change it around and yes, I am very professional. Trust me. I ran a million dollar business. I am professional and I do understand people purchase a service, but when you're doing this work, the biggest service you can receive is what you need to hear and what you need to receive, not what you want to hear and what you want to receive, because that maybe is not going to meet your need. Absolutely. That was uh, honestly, I remember, um, when we met, I was getting that same, um, call from spirit was like, just be led, just do, don't, don't stick to an itinerary, just work with your clients as they come in or the students as they come in. And then when I met you, you, like you showed, you mirrored that back to me is exactly what I wanted to do. I wanted to just allow spirit to work through me and to shift and to pivot as needed. And so it was everything, the timing of everything was just so incredible. Like, um, uh, when we met at the beginning of the year, just everything, I was just like, Oh my God, spirit's amazing. Uh, how they will, um, uh, align and, uh, and put people into your life. And it was, it's just been such an incredible experience. Um, uh, l- uh learning from you because honestly, Lillian, I was, I was so nervous about, my ability to connect with spirit. I was nervous. I didn't know. I was afraid to go where I know my soul was, was leading me to. And you showed me in such a beautiful way, how, um, not to fear myself and to really trust spirit. And, in just like a short amount of time that we would sit together, you allowed me to see how I could just beautifully blend and become with spirit. And I was so afraid to do that prior to that. And I just have to say, like, you're such an incredible teacher. You're such an incredible mentor. And you have this amazing, amazing love for not only your students, but for spirit. And I like tell people about you all the time. And like, like I said, I'm just so grateful you that, that and you I came into my life. I appreciate that. I appreciate that so much. But all I'm doing is hoping that I could be a mirror for everybody to be this way. God Mm -hmm. didn't bring us here to be individual. It's we, not I. The problem is we are wounded. And when we're wounded, we don't want to be vulnerable. We don't want it to be we. We don't want to give anybody the opportunity to hurt us. 
When we're children, we run around, we laugh, we enjoy life. And it isn't until the soul is wounded that it starts to create triggers to protect itself, that the ego starts to say, oh, no, not happening. We're not going that way. You can't do that. You can't do this. Can't, you know, and the ego is on mm-hmm. defense, but it is so stressful. Think about it to always mm-hmm. let the ego guide you. Now the ego has a purpose and I like to have a good relationship with my ego. And I even name my ego so that I give my ego a place in my life because it reminds me of the laundry. It reminds me to pay the bills. It reminds me of the last time I did something and things really didn't turn out well, but I don't let ego drive me. My GPS is my spirit is my soul, you know, and, and that seems more peaceful. It's peaceful to hear your spirit speak and people are afraid to go within. If they don't go within, they cannot hear that voice. If they cannot hear that voice, they're going to be living for everybody else. You can only go so far. I love that. Yeah. You can only go so so far. And we're kind of we're kind of conditioned to live that way. Right. So detached from ourselves. And I think there's a long history of why that is, but once you start really tuning into and just allowing yourself and like you said, your soul and spirit to guide you, it's, it's, there's, you said there's so much peace in that and it's to be in the flow. I, sometimes I step back and I'm like, how did I get here? But it's, it's, that's kind of my ego saying, well, you know, there's something we need to control here, but it's when you're in the flow, it's just the most incredible feeling. And, um, it's, it's life. I don't know. It's just such a, it's a a compass. Yeah. We have access to. It's beautiful. Really is. Mm. And I, I, you know, that's how I teach. Um. I just allow. Yeah, you Yay. do. I know. I, I, I've I, been witness to that. I love how you just say, you know what, I have to pivot here for just a moment. And um, I love that you are so um, present as a, as a teacher. It's just, it's been um, really incredible. And I'm so looking forward to this oh, next class. Oh my gosh, Lillian. <laughs> Jess and I keep eating that over. We're so excited. It's just so aligned. There's, yeah. I feel like we could talk about this for like 12 hours. I know. <laughs> And, you know, it's transformation. (laughs) It's transformation. And I think, you know, what you guys are going to learn with the empowerment is that everything is about intention. You can, what you intend Mm -hmm. is what will be, you know, and sometimes we don't feel we're that powerful. We have to come into our power and we, and we should want to expand that power so that others have permission to expand theirs. Always live thinking we, not I. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is I incredible. That. Oh, thank you so much, Lillian. I just like yeah. loved our conversation and loved having you on today. And I just wanted to, um, because I tell everyone about you, but I would love mm-hmm. for, for you to maybe share how someone could get in contact with you. Should they want, um, uh, to book a session with you, or maybe they're looking for an incredible mentor. Um, could you just maybe share how they can reach you? Absolutely. And thank you so much, ladies. Thank you. You guys are beautiful as beautiful flowers. <laughs> thank you. Um, so my site is uh, dot com, and you can book a one-on-one single mentorship session with me, or you can request to join my five-week mentorship on there as well. I do also have a YouTube channel that you can join, and I have a lot of free information on there. And I am located in Chicago, if anybody's in the Chicagoland area. And I do travel after COVID. Hopefully, I'll start doing that. Um, 
But yeah, you guys can find me on Facebook as well. Lillian, last name Suarez, S-U-A-R-E-Z. I have reached my maximum friends, but you can follow me. Uh, I oppose classes. I have a group that's called Mediumship and Psychic Online Classes. And within that group, there is phenomenal classes being offered. I try to get other mediums as well to collaborate with me. I have a class that I got Thomas John to offer with Getting Names. That's coming up in October. I also facilitate for Paul Jacobs. So I also, guys, like to bring in other people because, again, it's nice, you know, to work with other teachers, to see their philosophy. And, you know, I hope to to work with you guys one day, you know, and do something together. Maybe I'll come out to California. Maybe you'll come to Chicago. Now I'm always yes. open both ways. I want to. Yes. We got to make sure that um, that happens. I would. I would yeah. love to come to Chicago. I have never been, and <laughs> and I look forward to when you because I know you were planning on um, uh, doing some classes. Um, I think it was prior to COVID in, in the Los Angeles area. So I look forward to it. I can't wait to uh, meet you in person. Yay! I'm excited. Thank you, everybody. Oh, you're amazing. Thank you so much, I Lillian. Appreciate I appreciate and- you guys. Let Spirit guide the way. Yes. And so I just wanted to say thank you um, to the listeners of the line podcast. As always, don't forget to subscribe, rate and review and also share if you feel called. And we are doing a giveaway. Yeah. Yep. We are going to. We're going to do a giveaway and we're going to, we're going to put some details on that. (laughs) It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Just be patient. (laughs) Anyway, um, thank you so much and everybody you have a beautiful week. Bye everyone. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave a five-star review, share with friends and family, and follow us on Instagram. For more details on this episode, please see the show notes. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening.